All right, bro. You you ready to podcast? I am ready to do a podcast. Coming to you live from the Southwestern Shake Bag Studios. Regular shit here. This is the number one mixtape program on the internet. Niggas pod day. Goddamn, that nigga is ready. I'm in this bitch. Never will I wish you a Halle Berry. I'm in this bitch. If he's jumping in my vagina, he doesn't care what my shoes look like. I'm in this bitch. At worst, every now and then I might hit the microphone. Yeah, but that's just because you make me laugh, and that's part of the show still. Part of the show. We're still part I think also our audience gets confused at us because our. And not to be sounding like Whoa. I'm welcome Whoa. to the but a program master. Our audience sometimes be under the impression that we do better than we actually do. Bro, did you know I found out today that my dad thinks I get paid from this? Start the show. Welcome to the Dick <laughs> and Better program. Good morning. Good evening. Happy Friday. Happy Monday. Happy Tuesday. Happy second listen for some of y'all. Some of y'all spin it back and we appreciate that too. This is the number one mixtape podcast on the internet. This is the only internet podcast show that is still looking for milk crates on Ikea. The prices is going up. Like Fat Joe said yesterday's price is not today's price. It's not price. today's price. Across from me is my guy. That's also your guy. His name is Wes. There's no T on that. But on Instagram, you call him Forever Young 89. Around here, we call him the motherfucking goddamn glue. But I <clears throat> call him my friend. What's going on, Brody? Oh, uh, you know, I'm here to, you know, give respect where respect is due. And uh, but before I introduce my guy across me with the hottest takes in the United States, I personally got a shout out Tone for being the only nigga to fuck with my guy when he was still at Big Mama's crib and making him lit out of spite because <laughs> my nigga is the littest person on the planet. That is Cat, a K with two T's on the end of that thing. You can catch my man at catandcrunch.com or you could dip into the cereal shit. Or where do we want to go this week? Um I don't fucking know dot com forward slash dipped in butter program because sometimes you just don't fucking know. Um, but you can also catch my man uh, here each and every week, most and more importantly, on the dipped in butter program, wherever podcasts are placed, because that's where we place this one. My nigga and yours was popping. Hey, what's going on, my friend? Um, you know, I'm here to pod on a Thursday. I'm here to Oops, pod. I don't too, mean to man, say Thursday. Sorry, guys. Friday. <laughs> I'm here. I got a lot of notes in front of me. Of course, you know that we're only going to get to maybe 30 to 40% of it. If that. But I'm here for it. If that. Can can we right away get through the stereotypical podcaster thing? Because, like, sometimes I feel like as podcasters, we get ahead of ourselves, right? Because we're such, like, we are podcasters, but also podcast fans. Mm -hmm. So sometimes we get here toward the end of the week and we say, man, we already heard our favorite podcast talk about that. So we be kind of over it. So we skip over it. And then I I feel like sometimes we don't take into consideration that our listeners be wanting to hear it from us. Sometimes sometimes we don't. Sometimes we don't. That's because we are admittedly like on the late bus in the, we're like on the like right part 
early part of the week, but it's weird how how the podcast drops. But like, so we are like the you last said, sometimes city bus to go downtown. Absolutely, we are the end of the line. <laughs> God damn it! By the time we get to pod and to give it to y'all, we'd be like, man, I know y'all heard that enough times. And then sometimes, like you said, we listen to enough podcasts that we've heard three or four views on the shit, and it's like, mm-hmm. all right, fam, I don't want to sound like I'm regurgitating to my audience because that ain't the case. Yeah, I mean, and it's right. like re- respect to all podcasters. I give you a pain if you got it out first, so y'all can have that, and we'll just never touch on it. Even if we write it down in our papers to talk about, because we're <laughs> that good, aka right. episode one hundred that didn't get a motherfucking <laughs> oh, we mention. Never, we never, never. We don't even it. celebrate our own selves, so Absolutely we're obviously not. going to forget about the news. So I do want to talk about the Hood Olympics milk crate challenge, though, right? Because oh, we absolutely have to talk about the milk crate challenge, and let's do it right away, right? Because I feel All like. Right. It's one of those things that it's been like a week now. So we're at the tail end. We are the last city bus to go downtown. So I do want to say this to you in the listener audience, right? And even though you say that, I feel like we're still in the in the mix of talking about the. I feel like we still kind of yeah yeah yeah. It's all right. Yeah yeah yeah. For sure. We run a little early tonight. Some of the passengers. I felt. I I felt compelled to come on our show and talk about this because. Normally, with stuff like this, like challenges, like remember the ice bucket challenge mm-hmm, uh, where mm-hmm, it was supposed to be mm-hmm. pledging money for sick kids, and those sick kids got no money and it ended up being <laughs> Not a, a bunch of wet driveways. <laughs> I wasn't really with that. I, I was never with like the numbers game on Facebook. Like shit like this is usually never my bag. Okay, but the milk crate challenge is so awesome to me. You're bro. loving like, the, the milk, milk crate, crate challenge. I'm loving the milk. Tra- Damn, I thought about buying a bunch and just taking them to the park, bro, and seeing what happens. For yourself or, like, for other people? You're going to be that guy. For other people, because I got a couple hundred dollars to waste on content. Like, I I thought about it. Like, man, if I can get, like, 54 crates, I might can take them to the skate park and just see what materializes. I feel like if you're going at it that route, maybe for content, like, you can get it off. But, like, that's funny that you say that, because my question to you was going to be, like, how much do a nigga got to offer you for you to do the crazy? Oh, challenge? no, 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 no. <laughs> and you know what? See, this is why I like how you cook because, like, everybody got a price. Everybody, everybody got, a price, got a price, fam. Everybody has a price. Everybody got a price. And, and while we're talking about prices and we're not, we just going to circle the block real quick because we got to come back to the milk crates. You almost got me killed from my uh, lottery take last week. Yeah, <laughs> buddy. Yeah, we can talk you about that later you if you want to. Oh, hey, hey, I listen love here. when that happens on this show because I'll be feeling like I have so much immunity. Bruh, Sometimes no. My that that episode was one of those episodes that my wife made it a point to look at me and go, "Y'all are funny." <laughs> <laughs> so, and okay. I was like, "I bet." So back to the milk crates. Everybody's got a price, right? And like, mm-hmm. not trying to sound like the typical podcaster, but I have enough trouble getting out. Like, bro, I got out of bed the other morning and I almost fell down. I almost fell down walking to the bathroom, Man. like. What? There were no obstructions. Yeah. I didn't trip over nothing. Like I literally just almost just regular fell down. Yeah, I've done that. I, I mean, know I, do I it can't often. walk on no milk crates, bro. No. I already know that. I've you know I've I've seen several techniques. I feel like if I needed to execute it, I could. But again, like I would, I you know, I've, we've been talking about it here. Like my my bones and joints is a little bit unexercised, fam, and that's kind of one of those. Like once you get on there. You kind of get to a point you where you're too far. Yeah, you're too, you're far, too far. Where you either got to go up like three or four levels. Right. You you got you either got to go or something bad is going to happen because turning and around I'm, never works in a in a challenge like that. Fam. No, no. And I, I'm glad you brought that up because you hit right in the sweet spot, Wes. And this is why you're a great podcaster. That's why I'm in love with this challenge. 
because there's real risk to this shit, bro. Like it ain't just about doing, it ain't like the red silhouette bathroom challenge where you can just throw some shit up, have a bunch of niggas in your comments saying how sexy you are and there's no risk. Right. This got real life risk and consequences. This, this dude, like, this got a whole lot bro, of risk, and there's no, there's the no, there's no way to forearm? dog. I was sick. I had to turn. I, that's when I stopped watching the videos, dog. I said, "Oh, this is it for me." I said because I'm, I'm too, I'm too uh, queasy, too cringy for anything, it. fam. Like you broke I your love, arm. I can't take but it, fam. See, my mind immediately went to. I would have liked to seen a recording of the conversation that happened to get her up there. It don't like seem she like didn't it's look hard, like bro. She was one of them older women that just was in so much supreme shape that she could just knock this bro. out. Like, as soon as I saw her up there, I was like, oh. Bro, man. this crate setup is looking like a nigga circus everywhere. It's just a lot of niggas gathered around really excited, and people want to get involved. And then you get over there, and somebody who really don't know here is money involved. They're like some motherfucking milk crates. Hold on, you said how much dollars? I got that, fam. And you walk up them joints. Now, like I say, I've seen a few successful ones. I've seen some technique. Did yeah. you see the... And those so are also even, impressive. It's for sure. Like, shout out... You know, I don't even play this game, but shout out to the light-skinned nigga who rolled the blunt while he executed. Shout out to him. He's he a is hero. the mascot, fam. He, they say he should shout be the hood Olympic girl mascot. That did it in, in heels. the heels. She's and a she, hero. Fam, her concentration level was so high. Like, was And I, listen here. I got mad at that video listening to the nigga record and talk about some... Make some noise. Like... Y'all, uh-uh, she need distractions. Like, oh, you don't I want nobody to win. You don't want nobody yeah, to win, You fam. don't want nigga to stay money. away from. Also, shout out to the big girl that ran down the last four steps and just barely made it, snatched her money and went straight to the car. Aye. And the nigga narrator that said, you ain't even got to fuck no more for money now. <laughs> this is this is Sick where black it. people shine. Like, I'm not what? even trying to be <clears throat> meme right now, bro. Like, this is... this is when we at our finest, bro. Like, I remember in, in, in fifth grade in East Haven, having competitions on who could flip the best off a pissy mattress right. outside right. of Monticello apartments, bro. Like I right. remember pulling a dirty mattress from behind the dumpster. So me and some of the homies could do front flips and land on this nasty fucking mattress. You can't no tell me the back COVID of my neck just broke arrived. Out that summer. Yeah. You can't tell me COVID just arrived. <laughs> We've been doing shit like that for 90 fucking like years. Yeah. Like bro, and again, I'm not trying to say this to be a podcast to be funny, but bro, this, this shit low key made me proud of black people. Like, we can really make uh, something out of anything. We can always make something out of any. Like, there's definitely some shit to like notice in there, and like, you got people who are taking this crate shit way too far. But like, this is what draws the line on the crate shit for me, fam. Like, on any of these sets or anybody who think it's okay to kick these crates while anybody is on these crates. And make them fall nah. off of these crates, fam. Like That's you the only thing I deserve. Don't like. like the hood needs to turn on you for that one. Like I don't give a fuck. Like bro, I seen it was a cop out there doing a challenge, and this nigga kicked the cop off of the joint. I'm like, like bro, if I was him, I'd definitely get up and arrest your ass for assault, bro. Like. And, and could you blame? Up. And could you have blamed the officer? Because all he's trying to do is be that one cop that go viral. You know the cop that want to do the hood dances yeah. and go viral yeah, because yeah. He the nigga from the crib, the and that's what we really want. Yeah. Like. Don't don't be that. Don't be that. Nigga. Yeah, don't be. But yeah, nigga kicked kick it. I seen another one where nigga kicked it. Like, fam, that's that's not okay. Like, you know, like you say, we making somebody nothing. This is some fun shit. Like COVID, you yeah, know, half half quarantine niggas in the house just trying to be creative and have some fun. Like, you'll never catch me on them goddamn crates, but you definitely won't catch me on the crates around a nigga who look like he trying to get his uh uh right Ryu and Ken kick off on the nigga like fuck all of that yeah bro and, and it's like you said I, I think you nailed that too like and I never thought about that aspect it really just be niggas that ain't trying to pay bro like 
Yeah. Pay them their money, man. That's a difficult thing to do. And like you said at the top of this, like I really don't even know what my price is to give that an attempt because I know at my age, my height, my weight, if I come down wrong on them shits, my life has changed forever. Like, Whatever. no yeah. joke. Like, no. I'm going to bust my wrist. Like, my Something about me is going to be forever different if I fail you, this. So it got to be like, how do you, money. how do you walk away from the crowd like that? Like, even though a girl who had broke her forearm, like, this motherfucker's following you. It's been, like, people are asking you questions, but your arm is broke, so you just want to get away. Like, that's got to be chaos in your head, Bro, fam. Like, she went you fall straight, off of them like, shits. Now, you could tell just by the way she was walking that she went in through the door that immediately goes to the kitchen. You know that door, the door yeah. that's immediately yeah, yeah, to a yeah. kitchen. Flat out. She went straight to the kitchen and rubbed Crisco on that, bro. And all I could think to myself was she can't even cry immediately like she wants to because no. the whole hood is out here. Yeah, the whole hood you is out here. You can't act like you hurt. Cry. You can't act like you hurt. I can't I even... It. I seen another I nigga fam. This nigga, cry, this nigga had a swole up eye and like Ooh. a big ass like the hematoma day, on his him. face, dog. Because I think a nigga might have kicked him off of him. Like that's what I'm saying. Like y'all play too much. I heard another nigga say like, fam, like you already know, dog. Them crates is unforgiving as a motherfucker. So <laughs> you fall, you you catch a rib on that, you're done, so like. You're, even if you don't break one, you're gonna fracture one, bruise one. Like you should definitely, if you fall, if you've fallen off of the crates, you should probably go to the hospital and get checked out. Period. Like, what? and tell them, like, tell them, go there and be like, I did the crate challenge. <laughs> <laughs> they already know where to put you. They, yeah, they gonna know they what you know need. Where to put you. But has anybody done a scientific study though <clears throat> about how evil this game really is from a geometric scientific standpoint? Like. If you really just think about a milk crate, right? It's hard, jagged edges and then a soft interior where you're stepping at. Mm-hmm. So it can give you a false sense of security Seriously, when you're stepping sure. on them shits right. Like mm-hmm. if you're putting your foot right in the middle, you're feeling like this got a little bit of buoyancy. It got a little mm-hmm. bit of give. Like, a little I'm going to be all right if, I don't, <laughs> if I'm not successful. I'm going to be all right. But fam, once you start falling, everything just turns into corners, bro. It's all corners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. everything is corners. <laughs> there is no all soft. soft spots go away <laughs> as soon as they start moving around. Yeah, so and no, I, I don't you think know, nobody thinks about that. Like, I don't like I don't like you say, maybe that's just gotta be a high boredom thing, fam. Because I'm trying to think about what would make me be like, yeah, let me try and walk up these motherfucking crates, dog. Like, and of course, you know, it, they just at this point now they're just going crazy with the crates and like I'm I'm hoping we're on the downslope week. Like I'm hoping this is the last week of the crates. Like <laughs> I would say we're in all. Yeah, we we've done enough of the crates. <laughs> yeah, it, it just I ain't gonna lie, bro. It made it just made my heart smile to see that we still out here outside doing weird shit like this. And of course, like I said a, a minute ago, it made me think of being in like fifth grade and doing flips on dirty mattresses and mm. building ramps outside. Bro, I jumped <laughs> I jumped a ramp one time in East Haven on a 10 speed on a makeshift ramp. A nigga had like two or three cinder blocks and just put like a two by four plywood. So it was dangerous because the yeah. ramp was super narrow. So if you ain't hit it just right, you was going to get You're out of here. Called right. back in the 90s, you would get buckled. <laughs> buckled or broke. You was getting buckled if you hit it wrong. So, and I was jumping the shit. I didn't even have a BMX, Wes. I had a 10 speed. So this ain't even built for jumps, bro. Hell no. It just made me happy to see that we still willing to risk it all for a good time, bro. <laughs> Speaking of risk it all for a good time, 
This is how I want to bring up this subject because risking it all for a good time is like you said, something we've been doing. And I don't know why this came in my head this week, but I wanted to talk to you about this and share this with you, right? Mm -hmm. One of the fashion trends that I was like all into and all about kind of fizzled out pretty quick. And I don't even know if I want it back, but I want to talk to you about it. Was you ever on the studded belt wave? Nah. Do you remember when that was a wave? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jim Jones and them was probably responsible, I was about to say, right? you're, still, you're still not over this dipset thing weeks later. Like, <laughs> no, let's talk about not. it. This We're is therapy. This is therapy. I'm understanding. But here's the part I want to talk to you about, right? Because I was on the, the studded belt wave. Like, I thought that was a fire wave. I was so happy when it got here. I, the mall used to have super cheap studded even, belts. I used to buy them by the pack because they. Was I don't want to cut you off, apart. but you want to know why no, I think I really hated the studded belts. One, I just I, that wasn't for me. Like, okay, because I didn't really like fall into the boot cut true religion jean fad with the big okay. belt. You know what I'm saying? But like, I think the part that bothered me the most is that niggas was wearing really, really, really little t shirts, fam. This and I could really not take it. I was like, you mean to tell me this That's is the true. only way you can showcase this fucking belt by buying the shirt that you know is too small. Like, and, and, and during my day, like the same time around you talking about fam, this is when my age group of niggas wanted to be in the arena. And you already know how they used to be on niggas being down in the oh, arena. Nigga. Yeah. You can't wear a chain that they deem too big. Or they they definitely like, nah, not fam, letting you like, in here with a whole weapon around your waist. N- That's a whole fam, weapon. You know how heavy not, them belts was? You're not getting in with anything. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, we not let oh, niggas with eyebrows tonight. You can't get in, fam. We not doing that, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. And like, if they will turn you around. So, like, I remember here. niggas really used to be down there with the tiniest of t-shirts on trying to get in these motherfucking bars, G, yeah. with these big ass belts belts on it's like it's not the t-shirt now fam it's the belt like mm-hmm. it's the belt that's doing it for you they're not fucking with the belt <laughs> see i never did a big dinner plate belt i did i just liked i like the studs i like the studded out belt but i'm glad that you told me that you never really did the studded out belt because i feel like i'm about to tune you into a deeper <laughs> darker that nobody talks about with the studded out belt and that's why i want to talk about it because for all of y'all that's listening to this that might have ever done a studded belt, particularly a cheap one that you buy in the middle of the mall that might have been mm-hmm. two for 25 or something like that, they look all in good on Friday night, right? They go great with the outfit if you save it for the outfit. But here's what niggas never talked about with the studded belts. They clamp into the belt itself, so they have to pierce through the cheap leather and clamp on the other side. After the first night of wearing the studded belt, those clamps start to loosen. And not only do the studs start to fall out, but the studs falling out is the least of your worries, Wes. It's when the stud ain't fell out yet, but the clamps loosen and you go to remove your belt from around your waist <laughs> and it cuts your fingers to shreds, bro. Like, Yikes. I remember sometimes forgetting I had a studded belt on. And you know when you unbuckle your belt and you just kind of pull it off to try to like... Yeah. Bro, I used to cut the shit out of my fingers with them belts. And I don't know why that came across my mind again this week, but it just made me laugh. Like, bro, I have done some stupid shit trying to look sweet out here before, bro. Like, I've made some, I have made some critical mistakes that I wish niggas had on film so I could watch back and laugh again. Cause I've done some stupid fashion shit. Yeah, nah, I think the only thing I, you know, we we discuss it on here, like wearing any apparel with like money on it is like, like out there. Like I had, I had the money stack belt buckle 
but like not oh. the I had the folded one. I had the folded wand. I didn't have I'm, the I didn't have the racks out with the rubber band. I picture it folded as soon as you said it. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, I'm a folded I'm a folded, a folded racks nigga. type of nigga. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a folded <laughs> racks type of nigga for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but like you know, I I I initially had to give Tone his shout out. You know, what I'm saying for fucking with you at Big Mama's house and keeping you so lit out of spite because the litness has carried all the way over in the 2020s. You know what I'm saying? How, how we mm. understand what's going on now. You feel me? And, um, I always got to give you your flowers, you know, right, right when you deserve them. You know what I'm I saying? did it again? And of course you, you know, you did it again. You did it last <laughs> week. You know, we've already had this conversation, but I have, I feel, you know, it's only right to let, you know, the, the listeners know that I had the fucking pizza. Okay. I pulled up the Red Robins. They opened at 11 a.m. out here. I was there by 11.30. No cap. I sat my ass at the bar, and I ordered my pizza. Like The nigga brought me the menu, and I was like, yeah, I don't even need this for real. For real. I heard y'all got the pizza, and he was like, yeah, 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 we got the pizza. I love the way you approached yeah. that. I don't need this. I heard y'all have the pizza. The pizza. Yeah, like yeah. I heard y'all have the pizza, and he was like, yeah. So, you know, I just made my order. I don't even really need it. But it was, like, good to see the back of the menu. Like, you said, like, damn, they really do got the pizza over here. So like, Yeah, because they showed it man, its proper respect on the menu, right? Like, yeah, they decorated yeah, yeah. it right. Absolutely. Absolutely, but like they got all the pizzas, you know what I'm saying? Like the works, the veggie, like they they got if you want to go get the pizza, you can go get the pizza. Like it's the pizza so much, like I definitely gotta go get me an all pepperoni or all cheese. Like I need I need to go mix it up because I gotta have some of the pizzas, yeah. You know I mean, so like I'm sitting at the bar, I'm eating my pizza. Yeah, I mean, and the and the bartender who was helping me, <laughs> he was walking around and he comes over there, he's like, How you like the pizza? And I had a mouthful of pizza. I just pointed to the box and I was like I'm from here. And he was like, oh, nice. Like, he, under- he understood immediately. Like, yeah, no, I'm from I'm from here. Like, I heard you had the pizza family. I swear, to- on my mom, I was just about to ask you, as you were sitting there at the bar eating it, and it was it tasting so good that you just wanted to stand up and tell everybody, I'm from where they make Man, this. Man, what? Absolutely, I'm, bro. I'm from like, where they make this. And then so so flabbergasted. Look, I'm, I'm so geeked thinking that I'm in Donato's all over again, right? So, like, I order the pizza. I tell the nigga, like, hey, yeah, bring it to me in the box. Like, you don't even got to play around mm. with this whole, I don't even care about this stand that y'all talking about. Bring it to me in the box. Yeah, I mean, so he brings it to me in the box. And I'm so geeked up when he asked me for a plate. I just said, yeah, thinking I was about to give me a little paper plate from Donato's. You feel me? I was ready to see the whole joint. But he just brought me out a regular plate from the restaurant. So, in true fashion, I didn't use it. I just ate the shit right out the box. You know what I'm saying? Like, like a real nigga should. So, you know, it it is uh, double confirmed that Red Robin's got the pizza, and that's probably going to be my Friday move, like, <laughs> going forward, because, like, why shouldn't it be? Like you said, they got the personal joints. I, I can get down with that, but, like, something else that I've seen this week, so, of course, to give you your flowers on that always and forever. Um, For sure. But something else that I've seen this week, and I might be late to the party on this, I, and I know the announcement was made, but, like, again, I don't got cable, so I'm really just now seeing TV and shit, fam, so, like... Shaq is the new face of Papa John's. You haven't had TV for a long time. <laughs> for a long time, bro. Like, so wait, let me get this right while we're on Pizzagate. So, but that's what I'm saying. You still like, thought I thought Papa John's was racist for this time. N- n- yeah, 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 absolutely. You thought, like, they, they, you thought they were still serving nigga pies. I, yeah, I thought they were serving <laughs> nigga pies for sure, fam. Like, and I, again, I knew. I heard the announcement because I feel like it was something around like a Super Bowl or something. You know what I'm saying? When they was like kicking Papa John's off the set and they was like, yeah, we just going to slide. They not verbatim, but they was like, we're just going to slide Shaq in there. We're going to try and make shit sweet. But like I had just like heard about it and I kind of like swept it under the rug. I didn't think it was really a thing. And like 
I don't even remember what I was watching the other day, but I caught I caught Shaq on the on the Papa John's commercial, and I was like, oh shit, they trying to get the niggas over to and li- and listen yeah. here, bro. Like on, on on a side note type of shit, we can still go there, but like I want to give Shaq his motherfucking credit, dog, and I don't yes. think we're paying enough attention. To the things Shaq that Shaq is, killing is invested in, <laughs> I don't think we yeah. pay no attention to. But Shaq be Carnival right, though. Cruise, fam. Sh- whatever, sh- like if Shaq is invested, you might want to put your money up in that joint too, because it's probably gonna make you some money. But like, I knew Shaq was right in his advertisements when I remembered that he advertised for Gold Bond. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. If you've ever known any nigga. Especially a, a black dark skinned nigga over six five, they're ashy by default. No matter yeah, what yeah, they fucking do, they are fucking ashy. Like mm-hmm. I was like, Shaq's using gold bond. This is no longer just for old people. They made this, this for, for niggas. This yeah. is for niggas, dog. And that's what I use in my house, fam. Gold bond is the lotion to go to over here because <laughs> it works. G, you want to feel moisturized? Get you some use gold that. bond. It, it's an interesting it's an interesting thing because like you know the intention behind marketing and when you make somebody the face of th- something mm-hmm. the intention is is for that face to make you comfortable using the product right mm-hmm. and we know most times it don't happen we recognize it we're like oh you trying to make that the face oh that's cute and then you move on but Shaq does so good at it that I trust when I see Shaq somewhere because I feel like Shaq is for us. This is what so I'm I feel saying. Like when I see Shaq somewhere, I'm like, oh, that's Bro, for us. I say, all, I say all of that to say, I kind of want to try some Papa John's again now. Like, see, did y'all do something different saying? over here? Like, let me check out the menu. I know y'all still got this garlic sauce, which is, you know, I'm one of those people, you know, people say if you need the garlic sauce, it's nasty, but that should be good though. Like, I fuck with it, but like, they might have they might have switched up something. They might be doing something right over there. You know, if Shaq the real face of it now, because like a seven foot nigga promoting what used to be nigga pies as nigga pies now is kind of hard. Yeah, bro, Shaq Shaq is so cold. With I'm gonna ask you this, and I just saw this on the internet one day on a humbug. Did you know Shaq owns some pieces to the intellectual property of Marilyn Monroe, bro? Nah, but he got some. Yeah. He got some wild investments. Like I seen, he got I seen another video shit. that said this nigga was the the owner. He had investor something with JC Penney's. Like nigga, what? Yeah. Like who who would have ever known that? Like, and I seen Shaq somebody else. Some I think after that video had surfaced, she was like, "Yo, I was looking at this video and I was like, yo, that's crazy." She was like, and I looked at the chair I was sitting in, and it had Shaq's name on it. Like she didn't even Ooh. realize the shit. She was like, "It's just a nice ass chair." Like Shaq out here bodying the Shaq is bodying really the here. investments and really getting that bread for sure. He needs his flowers, bro. Like Shaq is really, and I like that Shaq ain't never like waver. Shaq ain't never been like, oh, he's Shaq from the Orlando Magic with the body and the sideburns, and then he kind of crossed the fence for some years, and then he came back. Shaq ain't never left. Like Shaq been for nah. us the yeah. entire time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so mean, because he what, don't have like no matter. Dope. Shaq could never like leave the culture, fam. He's too, he's too big and too black. Like you, you know what I'm saying? He's almost a representation <laughs> of like the culture, that. fam. No, I like. like that. He's we, too big and too you, black. Bro. He could yeah, never. Wait. You could never, bro. We, we, we can't, would never disown you. He ain't got hair to perm or nothing. Like, he could never, like, lighten his skin. Hey, them yeah, fucking, uh, them, them old uh, out of nowhere invisible-ass sideburns back in the day used to be crazy. Bro, he used to tickle Who me. Like, young that? Shaq. Young Shaq with sideburns out of a body is insane, bro. <laughs> like, when he had sideburns coming out the body, he didn't even have or, a beard. Like, bro. 
See, like I remember even before, you know, I was well versed in, in, in barber and barber l- lingo and language and shit like that. Like back in the day, I remember, you know, getting whatever cut I was getting and having like the taper on the side, but then telling the nigga I wanted to keep the little bit of sideburns that I had. And the nigga like had to look at me like, fam, like you <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> like, like, and, and I think the nigga gave it to me the one time too, fam. And I went home and I looked at that shit and I was like, oh. I see. I see That's why you looked at me crazy. Because I've be, I been reading the room my whole life, fam. Like, so I see what you mean. See? Like, it's, see, it's the out of nowhere. We born like this. We born like this, <laughs> My bro. entire like, life. Like, niggas just I saw the hesitation, bro. Why you look at me like way. that? Yeah, why you, why you look at me like that? Like, and I've, you know, I feel like, I, for, I don't even remember, like, it says something about, like, whatever shop that you, like, grow up in as a kid that you really remember. Like, I don't even remember the name of the shop that was across the street from my dad's job. But everybody know my dad was, you know what I'm saying? He worked at his funeral home. And this one was literally across the street from the funeral home. Like, Dino used to cut my hair. That's all I never knew my entire life, dog. And I never forget. Like, still shout out to Dino wherever she is. I don't know if she cut hair. She was an OG-ass chick, though. But, like, I remember back in the day I asked Dino for a Nike sign um, in, in my head. Uh, I, I can't remember the location. Um, it might, I, but it had to be like part style. I think I wanted part yeah. style Nike sign in my head because this is like, you know what I'm saying? 94, 95, 96, you know Nike. what I'm saying? Real, real nigga out here draped in Nike. I want the Nike part. I'm, I'm the first Drake. I didn't have a heart. I had the Nike sign. Like, fuck sure. with me. You feel me? But like, after this appointment and I left with a check mark versus a, a, a Nike check. Um, <laughs> That that was the first time I think I fired a barber, fam. Like I told I told my dad, like I ain't going back, bro. Like we can't, I, I can't allow this to ever happen again. And from that point, I had to switch up that barbers. Was the first breakup, and yeah, and it, it was lit from there. I went to Stevie over there at Shabamba's. That's how you know that's a real barber shop. When it's named Shabamba's, it was a barber shop and beauty salon. My mom used to go on the other side. I got my hair cut on the other side with a nigga that she used to work with. Like shit was crazy back in the day. But like it's some old. This is this is before East Side Legend West. This is North Side Legend West. Yeah, you know I mean, like I'm a champion. Two teams. <laughs> for sure yeah bro that's damn that's some ill shit and you right like kind of that whole barbershop scene in them early days that shit really kind of play a big part in molding you too man it yeah. played a big part in molding you yeah because like, you gotta so you make gotta, some like, poor choices early on too you absolutely gotta make some poor choices fam and i maybe maybe you can attest to this but like even when it be certain little niggas in the shop, like you are still let loose. Cause again, you can recognize little homie reading the room. Like he kind of tapped in a little bit. He's seeing what's going on versus some wild little goofy ass young dumbass nigga who might repeat everything we talked about up in here. Motherfucker, like, hey man, don't say oh, no goofy ass dumbass yeah. nigga. Like, don't bring so him. So again, in. you know, I've, I've been around a lot of conversation my whole life and I'm been still firing barbers to this day. <laughs> so here's one thing I want to talk to you about. And there's no barbershop segue to this, but I want to make sure I'll talk to you about this because we have a lot to talk about this week. And this is one of the important ones for me, right? Mm -hmm. Sports. We'll do a Shaq segue. (laughs) Fuck it. Shaq plays basketball. This is basketball related. (laughs) Segway, boom, kill it. Listen. That boy is fire. (laughs) So did you see Sonya and Dale Curry are getting a divorce after 30 plus years of marriage? I, I seen her dancing with the white man. I did. 
Right. So apparently Sonya, and I'm not here to trash Sonya. That's not the conversation I want to have with you, but I just want to give the details real quick. Apparently from what we read right now is Sonya Curry has been seeing a former tight end from the New England Patriots for some Fam, time now. The t- bro, the title that I seen <laughs> called him a 1988 football player. And I <laughs> cried. What, they're being funny with that shit. What? Like 1988 football. But listen, <laughs> here's what I want to talk about in regards to Dale and Sonya Curry, we'll call them splitting because I ain't going to just make it Sonya's fault. We don't know what happened in that relationship. I try not to judge shit like that. You just know it's easy to say she cheated, she fucked up, but we don't know. But listen, a couple of things I want to talk about. One, let's get the funny shit out the way. Somehow in my mind, I see Steph Curry crying about this. Is that me being anti-light-skinned, nigga? Because you're a friend of mine and you're light-skinned and you got eyes. So... Do you feel attacked when I say I feel like Steph Curry cried when his mom and dad sat him down in the big kitchen and said, me and your mom is going to split up? Nah, but it might be something deeper there that you think they sat this grown man down like a small <laughs> child like and did that to him. However, I feel like they I'm made with you. Steph sit on a bar stool and they However, told him in the kitchen. However, I'm, I'm with you. I definitely feel like he cried when they told him. Like, a, it, it, like it was a single tear out of both eyes at first, and then, you know, it got a little deeper than that, but I, I definitely so, see that he cried. Before anybody in the audience thinks that I'm just light-skinned nigga prejudice, and I will go, I'll go straight Karen on you and say, one of my best friends is a light-skinned nigga with eyes, so you can't call me light-skinned prejudice. I'll go but before straight we go there, Karen on you. Here's part of why I think Steph Curry got emotional about this is because Although it's funny to think Steph Curry's a grown man, why would he cry about his grown, old-ass parents getting a divorce? Steph Curry is one of the few NBA players in the league that's grown as hell with championships and MVPs whose parents still come to every game. True. Do we see any True. other MVP whose parents show up at every fucking game? I I just don't think and they... his wife and his kids like that. The Currys come to all their kids' games. Still. But see, that's because I think they make themselves too like publicized for real for real like his dad used to play so you you play all that shit up so of course now every game if he there like they gonna show his dad you know especially at big games like they gonna have that's gotta be like the, this game is on for four fucking hours we need to talk about dale for three goddamn minutes you know what i'm saying and like now it's you know I, that that might be weird they might be off of that list now dale's probably done and on, on the playoffs if them niggas make it back but like <laughs> the, the tickets looking a little crazy now bro and then now how they supposed to do it because remember they used to do the the cute thing where like dale would come in a warriors jersey and his uh the mom would come in with a blazers jersey if steph and seth was playing each other and shit that shit is out like that shit oh, is over they, they about to show favorites out this motherfucker like this, oh, that's what it's about favorites. to be like damn that's i don't I mean, hopefully, I mean, see, this, here we here we go again always. I mean, but ain't no telling if she out there fucking around with the 1988 football player. Know. I'm just about to keep calling him that probably forever because that's funny. <laughs> um, but, like, that's why I say, like, who, but I don't even know. Did the art, I feel like the article that I read said they've been, like, separated for a little bit or is they separated now? Or she been now fucking with dude for a little bit. She been fucking with dude for a little bit. That's why I say I can't remember. I can't remember which side of that that I read, but, like, yeah, like I said, so maybe my point don't count. I was going to say how we know this isn't, like, amicable i think that's the word that they say there like how do we know that they're not okay with this shit but like it i ain't even be. gonna front the video that i seen of course editing is a motherfucker but i'm gonna believe this one he looked kind of salty at, at 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 the joint you feel me like or maybe they just gave us the salty look that they already had in the ar- archives because it makes the story look better but he here's the second thing that i want to talk to you about in regards to sonya mm-hmm. and dale splitting after 30 plus years together 
and this is the deeper, darker. This is where we dip the subject, really, because this is more less about them and more about life. Right. Mm -hmm. After 30 plus years of marriage, you raised two NBA stars like you. Y'all have done everything there is to do. Like you was the NBA nigga. You raised an even better NBA nigga, possibly two better NBA niggas. Y'all at the games. Y'all are the perfect Christian family. Like y'all are poster children for why you should mm -hmm. go to Christian basketball leagues at a young age. Like <laughs> it's nothing that the Currys ain't dope about. Me and you are both married. We mm -hmm. married for the long run. Like we are long run married niggas, right? To me, it's an interesting dynamic when you can be married 30 plus years and decide to call it quits after that long. Like, I feel like this didn't happen so much way, 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 way back in the days or with our grandparents or great grandparents. Like, I feel like our great grandparents got sick of each other and just went to different rooms. <laughs> like, I feel like the options of like going back out there and dating again was not so much on the table as it is now. And then yeah. all I can think <sighs> is for Dale and uh Sonya is like sure Sonya's dating the Patriot nigga or whatever but like who wants to date at this age like yeah they, I'm 40 and I don't want to date but that's what I'm saying like, like they gotta be in their 50s dating dating sounds definitely trash after 30 years of marriage this like, is what I want but talk then about. that's what that's what also gotta lend I guess probably to Dale's fucking frustration in the salty face because like if we've been married for 30 years and like you go like I know you're not dating, you know what I'm saying? Cause everybody gotta feel that way after 30 years, like fuck dating. You're just fucking already. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, no matter how far we've been apart. So I'm a little bit salty about that because 1988 football player, but like <laughs> like do you, you say that's think at this point, do Dale even know how to pursue any pussy yet? Like you've been married so long, like do you even know how to pursue pussy you don't know anymore? I don't know, fam, because I feel like I'm washed. Like I don't got and you, Dale, too. That, like that's, it ain't even like you can slide off and do some like creep shit. Like you, Dale Curry. Everybody knows Steve, you like I, I, I seen a post in per, in per, <laughs> pertaining to this, and it was a long one. I can't remember everything that they were saying. They was like Dale, like fam, go back and love your wife. Like and they was being funny. They was like, well, <laughs> yeah, bro, you do not nah, want these back. new. Yeah, you do not want these take new chicks back. out here. Like work it out, figure it out what y'all need to do to get back to the relationship that y'all had. He was like, fam, these chicks. Don't want nothing but Casamigos. Do you even know what that is? They was like Tulum. Like, like you have that. so much to learn, G. I like, like that. Yeah, you don't want to be fucking with that. these chicks out here because he go. I mean, I hate to say it like that, but he gonna be a target. You know what I'm saying? And especially like nigga, if he hit the explore page, like he gonna be doing bad. Like he gonna be I out here like, spinning them curry racks. I feel like shit like this is so much like easier solved to just like get into some old nigga freaky shit. Like as a couple, you got to explore the freaky shit first before you let her date a 1988 football player. Like or something. you got to really sit down and have that, like close the bedroom door conversation and be like, do you want to, do we need to go to the Princeton? Do we need to do we need to take a trip? Do I need to call Reams and see the next time? He, <laughs> if he got some passes, do you, have, do you have some <laughs> passes, sir? Like, yeah, like, I feel like you need to explore all the nasty shit first and just see, like, do you just need some different dick? Because maybe if you just need some diff different dick for a little bit, maybe we can salvage this. And no, that's, no, I know I that mean, sounds crazy. 
But at a certain point, you hit the wall. Right? But like, do you want to do you want to talk honestly? Like, do we want to be honest on this motherfucker? I only want to talk. I only ever want to talk honestly. If at the, at okay, we'll, we'll use you in this example. Hypothetically Please speaking, do. where are you at? Twenty years, correct? Twenty years of marriage. We over twenty. Together, over 20. We over Together, 20. over 20. So what was it? 15, 15 years y'all been married, but y'all been together over 20 years. Let's mm-hmm. say y'all spend the next 15 years together, and that puts you that just over. 35 plus. That puts you over just and 50 years old. And I got to think how old. old I am. I'm like 55. That, that puts you right at 55. Okay. You might be in your, like, midlife crisis nigga bag, fam. You oh, might be okay. like. okay. You might be like super established, you know. What I'm saying it might be like you know that was a sad situation. Kevin but like, Samuel I'm out said here. that's when I'm going to hit my financial stride. This too. is what I'm saying. You might be at your, you might be a high value man at 55 years <laughs> old be a high for one of man. these young for one of these young bucks out here. Okay. You feel me? And like, I hate to say it like that, but it seemed like them old niggas. Like, I don't even want to say they pay to play, but like, they just toss that shit play. around. They just talk. They just toss it around because they got it to do it. And see, I think if we, we being honest here, right? Mm-hmm. We being honest. If I turn fifty five and I just hit my financial stride, and then Shake Bag Studios LLC is just selling for a ridiculous price, so high that mean you just gotta sell it because we look at each other and we be like, we don't like buying this much. We sell it, <laughs> and we just end up in a, like an abundance of wealth. And then now, like, the streets is calling me that bad. Like, I'm going to close the bedroom door, and I'm going to have this talk with my wife. Like, listen, babe, I love you. We've been together for all these, all these years. Are you are you into doing some freaky shit? Like, you got to ask first. I like, mean, I, I, why I, I, throw I, all of that shit away for a couple dick nah, nah, I'm, I'm with No, I'm with you on that. Like, I definitely think that after, th- like, 30 years sounds like a crazy long time, but, like, it sounds like a crazy long time more so in the amount, you know, at that point, that's a lot of time spent and like time definitely matters at 30 years. Like I know some people who try and throw that shit around at five and 10 and it's like, eh, well, you might, you might just be wasting your time. This time might not count. You might still just be wasting your time. But like at 30 years, a, a lot of that time fucking counts. Yeah. You know I mean, and it's like, we can definitely have this conversation, but that's why I say like, even at the point of, if if there is no reconciliation, like we tried the freaky shit, we did that, and like now she's just leaving you out here, high value man at fifty five on your own, ready to toss them racks around at the bar for the little young thotties. Like you spending every week in a different country because you can do that. Like and and you got a different uh, IG baddie or whatever the platform might be at that time in in every different one of your pictures. And like ain't nobody tripping because you just <laughs> out here telling the truth to these hoes. Like right, and you either get on the bus or you get the fuck off. See, like I said, plan B has to be like close the door and have that awkward talk with your significant other, whether it be your wife or your husband. But if y'all try that and then that don't work, to me, plan C is, well, listen, man, we just got to get a bigger house and you got to have an east wing and I got to have a west wing. Because me and my wife have joked about about this before. Like, listen, you might get to a place where you hate me, but I just fuck with you too hard to leave, like. So I hope whatever new nigga you start dating is nah. okay with me sitting around the house with my yeah. hand in my boxes. My, like, wife, my, wife, like, my wife said the same okay thing. Like, I'm, I'm down with the East Wing, West Wing, if that was the case. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, I still got to eat, fam. Like, and she still wants to yeah. feed me. So, like. <laughs> it sounds hey, crazy, Hey, boo, boo, do you want to go to my wife's house? Hey, boo, do you want to go to my wife's house? She cooks soup. Yeah. And I'm going to get yeah. some soup. Fam, and better than just being accustomed to a certain way of life, like. It sound like some corny shit, but it's just the truth. We're here to tell the truth on this podcast. Like, mm-hmm. I just fuck with my wife too hard to just let some other nigga enjoy all these jokes we be having, bro. Like, oh, yeah, nah. we got too many fire inside jokes I mean, that that nigga not you know, gonna get, bro. 
it's it's a, it's a title to one of these episodes of this podcast where I told y'all that my wife was the one I could not give back to the streets. Can't give her back to the streets. I can't give her back to the streets, fam. I couldn't do it. Like I've had I've had many a relationship with many a women. I've had many a serious relationship with and like the rest of them. I like and no dickhead asshole shit. I've literally envisioned in my head these women being with other men in various fashions, and I'd be like, meh, you can have it. This this one <laughs> this here, one? no no no, can't do it. Could, couldn't even like start the images in my head, dog. And that's part of the reason I knew, like, yeah, I can't give her back to the streets, fam. Couldn't Might even fire up the this mental, one on in. My nigga couldn't even fire up the mental reel to reel on that. <laughs> Speaking of giving your wife back to the streets, I got to give you, this ain't flowers. Like we got to invent a word for this, but it, it's the West is always right. Sometimes segment, right? You know, a couple of weeks ago, me and you had the super deep talk about like, what am I going to do when one of my closest friends gets married and I have to decide whether or not I'm going to the wedding by myself and what's going to happen. You told me to keep you updated on what's going to happen with that because we have still a little bit of time. And now now I'm anxious and and nervous all over again. I got to talk to you. Uh, This is like, this is an M. Night Shyamalan twist. So my wife's father is getting older and, uh, you know, he's, he's fallen ill mm-hmm. and it's starting to be time where she needs to go see him and stuff. So next weekend, which is the holiday weekend, she has to go back up to Columbus to see about her dad. Just so happens that somebody on her dad's wife's side of the family is getting married. And she has to go to a wedding without me. Bro, first. stop. Like, can we stop? You can we stop the podcast? Can we stop at 101? Can we just be done right here, bro? Like, this is it. This is dumb. This is so Did I not stupid. get let off the hook? You so did get let off the hook. But like, this around. This super is crazy. Super nervous the whole time. And come wow. to find out, she got to deal with it first. Can you fucking wow. believe this? I so, laughed my talk, dick off when uh, she So talk me it. through it. How, how, how does this go? So and I'm glad you asked because it's such an interesting thing because all of the things that might make this like an interesting or juicy topic or something difficult or like, oh man, babe, we got to figure out how we really feel about this in such a short a time because this wedding is next weekend. Wait. <laughs> right. It's next weekend. It ain't no time <laughs> to decide if we going together because we can find a fucking babysitter if we wanted to. Right. We couldn't scrap together $8,000 that fucking <laughs> fast again right, if we right, wanted to. right, right. But here's what I thought was so hilarious and delicious. And this is why life in the uni- the universe is just fucking chef's kiss. Like, life is so fucking dope to me, just how shit plays out if you just sit back and watch, right? For sure. So I'm thinking when she first told me, like, oh, this is going to be fun to see how you you going to crumble. Like, a how I was right. hypothetically crumbling, but now you really going to crumble. But she got, Wes, when I tell you she got the most perfect of circumstances, to be able to do this. Dig this right, Wes. Mm-hmm. She's going to a wedding for somebody on her dad's wife's side of the family. This is not her mom. It's her dad's wife. Somebody her dad married after him and uh, my wife's mom broke up. Her and my wife ain't got along for years and years and years. They just started building a relationship together like this year. She don't know the people at this wedding that mm. much at so this all. So this don't count. So nobody's going to come up to her at the reception and say, where's Kat? They don't fucking know me. I mean, even but even you even at this one, I think even if maybe a person or two did know you, I wouldn't. This don't count. 
Because that was gonna, that was gonna be my question. I didn't want to be disrespectful. I wanted to be like, oh, like she don't really fuck with them. Like, but I didn't know. But like, yeah, she don't really fuck you, with them. And like, oh, she, guessed it. This don't count. Like, so it's like the perfect circumstance for going without your spouse. Like, she literally got broke off the most perfect of circumstances. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I don't even cool. think we thought about this as an example when me and you was talking through it that this was mm-hmm. even a possibility. But if there was ever a possibility for going to a wedding without your significant other, this would be it, right? Like, yeah. if I was in her shoes, I wouldn't feel funny about going to this either because I'd just be telling her, like, man, you know, I don't even know most of these people. Man, what? And that sound like you a... Don't even come to this. Like, like I, she going to, like, the wedding and reception? Like, I'd probably, like, skip one or the other. Like. <laughs> you could probably just pick one. Yeah, like, Niggas right. will pick one, bro. That is a thing. I mean... But yeah, like, she's really more so going in support of my father-in-law's wife, you know what I mean? Cause she's going through a difficult time with my father-in-law's illness. And she's really going to like, see about my father-in-law, but a wedding just happens to be happening while she's there. So she's mm-hmm. going to go to support, you know, my, I guess you would call it mother-in-law or mother-in-law adjacent. But it's, <laughs> it's an easy, it's right. an easy decision to make. And I just laughed and laughed like, That's man, funny. that really lets you off the hook with that. Yeah, I mean that per- perfect circumstance. I have I have no argument there. Like I say, me personally, I probably try and pick one or the other. But like that's where I originally thought the story was going to go, and maybe how you could potentially get away with it. And I don't even want to say get away with it, like niggas right. trying to pull off a crime or something. But like, is that how you do that? Maybe if you have an important wedding to go to, aka Glove's wedding, like, well, like, you can't do that to Glove. You can't just go to the wedding and not the reception. Nah, because he gonna like, want to see. That would be. That's what I'm saying. That would be sick. But like, he gonna be like, what I, the fuck? Where is that? Yeah, but like, I got, I gotta be there for the whole shit. So like, that's a, that's terrible. Like, this is the only way that it works. If it's somebody that you don't really know or somebody you don't really fuck with, somebody who ain't gonna ask the question. Like, because anything else, you're not gonna have fun. I'll be feeling like when we offer shit up on this podcast, like something out there just be serving it back to us. Like, I don't yeah, know. Nah, Maybe we're stupid. supposed to be doing this show or something. I don't <laughs> or know. Or something at this point. Like, uh, You want to talk about Kendrick? Yeah, let's go there. Okay, It's, t- it's so, Kendrick time. For those of y'all that don't know, there was a big announcement uh, that came across basically saying that the upcoming album that Kendrick Lamar is slated to drop will be his last album on TDE. Mm-hmm. I know the sizzling headline and the, the the better clicks to say right now to get people to listen to our podcast is Kendrick Lamar's last album ever is coming right, out, but right, it's his right, last right. album on TDE. Which, if you're a hip-hop head and a music fan and you fuck with Kendrick, that's just as juicy. But, you know, mainstream, right. you gotta say it's last album so you can make some old Tupac shit. But <laughs> I find it interesting because, obviously... Kendrick has been on TDE his entire career. They groomed mm-hmm. him. They brought him up. Fucking if you listen to Pulitzer Prize award winning damn album, top in Kendrick's dad had a relationship. So like sure. he has been TDE before he was a rap nigga. So right. it's an interesting thing and an important thing to talk about because like to me, this spoke to growth and it, it got me to thinking like, is this his move like when Hove left Rockefeller and like it feels like there's a little bit of breakup in the heart, but you know that it's one of them things that kind of has to happen? Like, how did it make you feel when you heard the announcement? Did you feel anything def- at all? What was your reaction? Yeah, this is it's definitely something that plants a seed of I wonder what's going on and why he's doing this because 
And I, I mean, it, it plants the seed. And one of the first questions is, well, what the fuck is he going to do? Like, is he just going to do it on his own? Is he going to, you know, like, is, yeah. is he going to sign somewhere? Where the is fuck would Kendrick Lamar sign? Like, yeah, like, where, where would he sign? Why? You know, it's just all types of questions that, that are out there. And then, like, it'd be another one of those things where, you know, these niggas be with these cryptic fucking messages. Like, when's the album coming, bro? Like, I don't, you, you don't, <laughs> you don't say nothing. I don't need an announcement that says album coming soon for, you know what I'm saying? Long story short, like when, when is it coming, bro? Like the, the, you know, and I, I hate to group him in with the other two. And that's been a conversation going on lately, but like the fucking album antics are getting out of hand at this point. Like we not y'all are, about y'all game, are drowning 2021 in fucking music antics. And it's like, yeah. again, it, it plants the seed of questions. Like what the fuck is going on with y'all niggas? It's, it's I'll never want to say for any of them is the music not good enough. Cause I just don't believe that. But it's like, bro, are y'all too caught up playing fucking monopoly and poker to drop the fucking music that right. that's what everybody cares about the most. Like, this other little shit that y'all got going on, on the sideline is cool. Like, and especially for Kendrick, like you drop damn, you win an award, you go away for a long time, and then you drop this bullshit. Like, and I don't want to call it bullshit because I it, 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 for for the for the backpackers and the sage burners, this is artistic. I know, yeah, right. I know this is like oh, I know somebody has called Kendrick Lamar genius just from this move. I don't well, have he- to hear it. I Bro, know he's they low have. key. He's low key changing his name to Okla. Like, yeah, there, like there's what? definitely like, what some the fuck super artsy shit. Bro, going like, on. like oh, and then you people like your name Okla now. Bro, like people, he's on some people, Machiavelli shit. Uh, oh, okay, LA. Like it's all you know. what I'm saying all types of shit. Like Kendrick, Kendrick is sometimes he's a little bit too deep for me. Like Kendrick is almost preach as a rapper. Like, like from "Don't Be a Menace to South Central" while drinking your juice in the hood. Preach like Kendrick is mm-hmm. almost him that's how serious that he be in some of his artistic expression. And it's like, bro, we, we get it, fam. And like, he's, he's on my docket to listen to these albums this week again, too. Cause like, I fuck yeah. with Kendrick and I rock with him. Like we've had the conversation. Like I'm still, I'm, I'm going to leave him at two and I'm going to leave Cole at three. Like that's just where we at with it right now. But like, bro, you had, you, I'm, I'm over it. Like I'm over it at, at this point from, from everybody. You just need the music. Cause no matter what energy y'all put into these rollouts and these beef texts and Kanye calling himself the Joker and then calling Drake a nerd job. <laughs> like, like, this is, what? By the time the music comes out, we ain't gonna give a fuck about none of this care shit. About none of this. Like, especially as soon as we hit play, we're gonna forget about all of this shit. Especially for the other two niggas when we see y'all on each other's album. Like that's what that's what's gonna like deflate right. the balloon. That's what's really gonna kill it the, the most for real, for real. But like even back on the kit, like people, some, sometimes people hype this shit up way too much. Like, have you have you heard who Baby Keem? I guess is his cousin. They supposed to be putting out some collaboration tape coming up this week. I don't know nothing about no fucking hear. Baby Keem. <laughs> I don't want to hear that I mean, shit at all. Not from what I heard. I probably don't want to hear. But like, they put out this snippet where it's Kendrick that, that saying backwards snippet sounds trash. Did you hear it? They bro, put it in frontwards, it? and it's trash. Bro, not even bro. But like, they're like. This sounds promising. That shit sounded trash. That don't sound promising, sounded, bro. Like, bro, I'm telling you, like backwards, like you said, when they when I saw the initial trailer for the song, I was like, okay, Kendrick on some shit. And then, like, not even 20 minutes later, niggas was uploading the backwards track frontwards, and I was like, okay, I want to hear what that nigga was saying in that verse. They played that shit in the frontwards. I was like, 
And oh, see, bro, see, that's why I fuck here, with you. That's bro. why I fuck with you. You more tapped <laughs> into me. I didn't even know that niggas done played the shit. But like, that's, that's too much. That's, that's too much. Talk about smoking on your tie. It sounded trash when he said it in reverse forward. Like, whatever, however y'all want to hear it, like, it sounded true. It was a mid. And then it, there was another song that leaked uh, just a couple of days ago that's like uh, called The Vibes or some shit like that. Like, it's a minute and 30 seconds. And it's basically just. A, a decent sounding beat with Kendrick just kind of giving you a hook and a bridge. And it sounds just okay. You know what I mean? It's okay. But also we got to understand and remember though, because I don't want to get on no too much knocking Kendrick shit because I do love me some K-Dot. Like Kendrick is an album artist. So it don't matter what snippets or songs or singles he put out. The songs out of context will always just be okay until Kendrick gives us the project. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I from the fucking to Pimp mm-hmm. Butterfly. That shit was some super mid for sure. until the album came out. You know what I mean? Like the fucking Be Humble was super mid. Sounded like some Slim Shady shit until the album came out. I so mean, me, me, personally, I, album. me personally, I thought that was the Big Sean diss. I, 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 yeah, I bought I into so that too. and I believe it. Absolutely. Still, still to this day, it. 100%. Like I no still cap. It. Listen, Kendrick don't need no singles. Kanye don't need no singles. Cole don't need no singles. And what ain't this nigga supposed and to be doing a listening they don't party need right no now? Singles. Bro, it's good that they don't need no singles because can't none of them niggas out single Drake anyway. So just drop your albums because can't none yeah, of y'all like, fuck with Drake on Or singles. like even what and I, I don't want to even get in this conversation again all over, but like this nigga dropped Drake's address. Like, what is like and it like the shit the shit's starting to be corny. And as you know what I'm saying, like if like fam, I want let this be my message to them. Let me let me speak to Drake and Kanye. <laughs> Please go ahead. <laughs> if you two niggas at any point in time are getting together and orchestrating this, I want you to stop right fucking now. That's if at any point in time y'all have orchestrated or planned any part of this, I just want you to stop. And like <laughs> I, I fuck with Drake because Drake will rap that shit. Like you heard in the trippy record, like my shit set in stone. You ain't stopping shit. Well, what? Wh- where's the stone? What date is the stone on? Because you can't keep like you said. We were supposed to get this album last year, and we were supposed to get it January. And y'all Drop know I fuck with the six god. Like that is my spirit animal. I am the owl. You feel me? But like, something got to give, bro. Like I, I, you know it. It's this is one of those that's gonna make me mad that you're gonna give me laugh now, cry later on this album. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, I'll applaud you, but. Why would you not? That's a, you know what I'm saying. That already makes your your album platinum, or you know what I'm right. saying, whatever the, the fucking number is going to be. So like, I get that part of the game of it, but then that only lends to the antic bullshit I'm talking about right now, where nobody cares about nothing but the music because like we've I feel I feel what since laugh now cry later we've just gotten Drake features. Yeah, yeah. That's all we've gotten. He he tried to do the, he's trying to do the J Cole thing. Honestly, remember J Cole did that for a while. He just came out with the features, like yeah. and credit to Drake. He's bodying him just like Cole did. So maybe like, of course, it'll work. But like, let me know what just date the stone the is at. Yeah, let me know yeah, what date the stone at this point, is. Just give us the shit. Real quick question, and we'll leave that that rap shit at that because I don't want to talk about this shit really nah. that much no more. Just real quick, quick uh, multiple choice question: Which one was lamer, him dropping Kanye's address or Kanye dropping Drake's address or? Kanye adding Pusha T to the group chat, like, oh, I'm gonna go get my crazy cousin if you keep picking on me. I'm I'm definitely gonna say B, because that was corny. Um adding your cousin to the going to get another Going to get your brother Stacy was really, really whack. 
Um, but I'm going to throw option C in there unrelated to those mm. two. I'm just, and I'm going to say uh, the the worst was uh, TDE pumping up Isaiah Rashad because they knew Kendrick Lamar was on his fucking way out of there. Wow, Corey. Wow, Corey. That looks, hey, I'm glad you brought that up because that looks even funnier in the light now. Look that we, crazy we now, don't it? Because that that's the first crazy. thing I thought about. I literally wrote down, no wonder they spent money on Isaiah yeah, Rashad. Yeah, Dan, that looks even because they, they now. Clear, clear they're not getting J Rock to really, you know, get, put no product out. They're not getting Schoolboy Q to do nothing. Absol, I'm Twitch never looking for. Video games. I saw yeah, I'm never looking day. for Absol for real, for real. Like, and they, they, Dan, they got some new crazy. nigga that I just seen a, a, a LA Leakers freestyle no, love, but I was. I yeah, I, I didn't like his antics. Yeah, I mean, I'm I, I, 2021. Fuck your antics, flat out. Yeah, let's be done with that. So that's the that's uh, the slogan this year. I know it's late in the year, goddamn it, but that's what we're going with. 2021. <laughs> fuck your antics, fine. flat out. Sometimes we like to come up with the slogan. Speaking of corny shit, bro. Um, OnlyFans did a complete 180 on us. No, and I feel like it's because no. I feel like it's because we potted it. No, what are I you saying? We potted it into. What it. are you saying to me, bro? Stop. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. They figured OnlyFans they- heard our podcast and they said, "Damn, them niggas is right." Hey, y'all, can y'all? Can y'all, can y'all flip put the switch? A hold on that. Stop yeah. the porn, please. Flip, flip the switch, please. Somebody, somebody actually the, did the fucking numbers on how much money they was about to lose. I think so. I think <laughs> the so. numbers like, actually Only came fans, back. Only fans, and then I like how they put it. They was like, yeah, we don't want to mute the creators. <laughs> they, we they don't want to mute the creators. We don't want to mute the freedom of expression for the creators. I, I don't know how, damn, that's, that's going to be wild, fam, because they got, like, actual real-life commercials out here in the world about, you mm. know, advertising OnlyFans. Like, they might just uh, they might just got to go in and do some work that they wasn't trying to do and find a way to be able to separate in the algorithm, like who's going to see the nasty shit and who's going to see baked goods. You know what I mean? Like that's really all they got to do is be able to compartmentalize the shit. Wonder, that's really all it comes down I mean, to. I mean, but the shit, even out of that, like, all right, y'all say that, but like the only thing that really makes me wonder is like, well, what's going to be the next platform? Like at this point, yeah, why, why, I don't know why nobody created Triple X fans because... That's what OnlyFans was like. Change the fucking name, right? Like, to, yeah, so. man. Hey, and and pull a fire. Tell the motherfucker we can get you a plan where we'll work with OnlyFans to pull your content right from there to this platform. Mm-hmm. So you don't you gotta miss gotta a beat. Nothing. You'll just get your subscribe. Everything will just transfer right over. See, somebody needs to call me, fam. I got this whole like business consultant idea thing going on over here. Just call me. I get you right. <laughs> somebody, regardless of what, somebody woke up over there. So they did a complete 180 on that. They hit the brakes, slammed them, and said, whoa, 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 whoa. We still want to be a company. So maybe why, we need to figure this out another and way. And that's the reason why we release our podcast on Fridays. Because somebody right. needs to hear that before we they leave the office for the week. Like, I, Yeah, that's true. Put that Friday, on the docket yeah. for Monday. Put that on docket I'm going to send an email out now, but I'm not going to wait on a response. I'm going to get on up out of here. Yeah, I'm going to get on up out of here. But I'll like, take it Monday. I'll remember. They right. They right. <laughs> but uh, keeping with the, the porn segment of the week, because, you know, we got to stay in tune Every week. with what keeps us grounded. That's right. Did you see Ron Jeremy got the allegations now? No. Remember I just said you can't just have one or two allegations? Bro, listen, Ron Jeremy <laughs> is indicted on 30, 30 sexual assault charges with over 21 alleged victims. From which local police department? <laughs> I, listen, because if you have 30, this has to be a fed case, bro. Like 30 if this says police department anywhere in there. It's not real. Oh, that's a good, that's a good point. But it's I've been real, seeing bro. it. I, I've been seeing like, uh, so, you know, me, I'm Mr. Like, wait till it comes out. We need to hear all of the story first. And I'm Ron I Jeremy. The, 100% did that shit, bro. Like, I hate that. I, 
<laughs> he won. And I, you know how I know Ron Jeremy did that shit real quick before you go? Because I want to let you go. You know how I know Ron Jeremy did that mm-hmm. shit? Just based on how long his nose hairs are. They if are you look at Ron Jeremy and nah, you see no the cap. pictures of his nose hairs, he, he needs, definitely rapes. He needs to ask his barber. Can you get that for me? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's a weird, it's Anybody a weird and awkward question to ask. But like, hairs, yeah, you you have to ask. But I was really my, my avenue was more so like the media be lying, fam, because this is and that's why I say like media will just like thirty counts, fam. And again, that's what I'm saying. Like, if this doesn't say federal authorities indicted Ron Jeremy on thirty counts, I don't know if I'm believing this because okay. Sylvester got fed charges because they watched his ass. But like, when the feds get you thirty charges. Ain't crazy because they've been watching your ass racking them bitches up for a little I while. So like, saying. I can believe that. But if like, and you know, we ain't no strangers to dropping some shit on Friday and then finding out Saturday afternoon that everything that we, we wrong talked as about fuck. for twenty five yeah. minutes is wrong as fuck. Makes the show much funnier. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but like, if the Kalamazoo Police Department brought up thirty charges on Ron Jeremy, like, I don't really know if I'm believing that. Like. Oh, you ain't gonna find thirty bitches that stayed in Kalamazoo that fucked Ron Jeremy. Like that just don't even sound right. Like Ugh. that sounds nuts. But I I seen this other clip about this um, hospital in South Florida that there were seventy five doctors that walked out of this hospital in protest of people who were coming into the ER and the hospital being sick, but they were unvaccinated. Now. All right, the doctors what walked it, out because too many they, unvaccinated they, people was coming into the right, hospital. but you know they were like sure they were like standing right. in front of a hospital in front of cameras, like get vaccinated. You know they were they were like okay. it looked like us, and I just want to I'll say this, but it lent to like this looked like a really staged thing, like sometimes that the media does. You know, I know you see some of these stories sometimes, like yo, the media over here doing this shit, and this is not what the fuck is going on. Like, yeah, what the fuck yeah, are they yeah. doing over here? But like. They had all these people in white coats, you know, standing standing behind, you know, the 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 host out there doing a segment on the shit, and they're talking. You know, these doctors have walked out in protests, you know, blah. They're skipping. And the first thing that really came to my brain was like, I know a little bit about a Hippocratic oath, and like just walking out of your uh, doctor job is a big mm. no no. Like all these motherfuckers is about to, yeah. Like did, now, did all the y'all happen to say we be taking break? Like we just gonna take a break for like twenty minutes? Like we gonna walk outside? But we definitely because I know that, the sign for I know that they went back, fam. Like there's no way that y'all just walked out, especially y'all here and y'all white coats just posed up in front of the motherfucking hospital. There's no way. But the thing that bothered me the most and what made me feel like this was a really fake story. This is one of those like, hey, y'all need to go get vaccinated stories. Like this is the doctors are getting very very serious. They're walking. <laughs> the doctors out. are mad at y'all. Can y'all please? The doctors go get the are mad. Please go get vaccinated. The shit that really made me believe it was staged of all the people standing behind them in white coats on they get the bitch to come talk to she a doctor at the hospital her fucking she got on a black like you know how the nurses wear the the the, the smocks and you know what the fuck is they call mm. what they call them you know what i'm talking about the the, the nurse clothes is what we'll call them i mean yeah, the nurse clothes like, that you bought from the store yeah from the one store that only sold and, and, and i know doc but even when i see like doctors be wearing surgery scrubs clothes. surgery Woo! clothes scrubs, scrubs. i would have been My so nigga. mad tomorrow <laughs> i hate when i listen to this podcast and hear myself back not remember yeah. some shit yeah, 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 yeah. But even like doctors be having on like surgery. So like it's very rare that you see a doctor in like nurse scrubs. You know what I'm saying? And like this doctor had on nurse scrubs and on the breast it said doctor. <laughs> I You're shit you not. This too hard. <laughs> I shit doctor. you not, cat. It said Doctor, I, you know I had, how I know it's a doctor because it says doctor right on the says, shirt. There's no way that they would go and get her, and she's not a doctor. Like, 
I had to <laughs> stop said, my wife from working, fam. Like, just, babe, turn around and look at this shit. Real quick. Do this for me real quick, Wes. Please confirm this with my laughter. <laughs> it spelled out Dr. D-O-C-T-O-R. Or it, did, it didn't even have the decency to say D-R, period. D-O-C-T-O. <laughs> and then, like, you know how even when, you it's know how, fam, this looked like the nigga in the middle of the mall who want to, like, embroider your hat. Like, this, like, it wasn't even, like, a swaggy Dr. Fam. The font was, it was one of those, like, we need you to see this on film from a small distance that this says Dr. What you're telling me is it said D space O space C space huge, bro. Like, in bold. In bold. It said in basic font, no slant. Bro, I was like, I I had to stop my wife. Like, babe, look at that. I had to explain it to her. I said, babe, do you see what her scrub say? Doctor, like dude, you got, you got to give me a little bit better than that. Like you could have gave the me a hospital badge. Like I didn't even need to see that. I, I guess that's what really fucked with me. Like somebody went to the lengths <laughs> to go that far with the detail, and that's the part that doesn't matter at all. Like I said, her scrubs threw me off at first. Like, but I try not to. You know, I'm trying not to. You know, I, hey, I, maybe I don't know. Maybe it's doctors out here who prefer to just wear their scrubs. You feel me? But I've like, always known my doctors to wear khakis. <laughs> I don't know. All I'm saying is, if she walked in my goddamn ER room with doctor, or I need, I got questions. I need <laughs> I to will, listen. I need I'm to see the take, nurse. I'm going to take off that little uh, what they give you where your ass be all out. I'm taking that off so yeah, fast. The gown gotta go. Back the gown on. gotta go. I'm taking this gown right off. If yeah, a nigga walk in, in establishment is say this? doctor, doctor, this, no fucking way. This is a joke, bro. That that reminds me. Of, remember when that little black dude kid with the mohawk pretended to be a doctor at a whole yeah. practice for weeks yeah. or like yeah. months at a time? Like, he got that's that basically him coming out. He got that shit off a couple times, fam. Yeah, that's basically yeah, he got it off a couple out. times. Oh, more news getting getting real newsy this week. Did you hear about the uh, Nirvana baby this week? Who? Okay, so you remember the rock man, Nirvana, Kurt mm-hmm, Cobain, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. the 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 real talent, uh, Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl was the real talent for any of y'all listening to this. I know I'm the hot takes nigga, but it's 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 not mm-hmm. Kurt Cobain, bro. It was Dave Grohl. <laughs> that was the real talent. But their their iconic album called uh, I had to look this up. So let me my the album called Nevermind. Do you remember seeing that album cover with a baby in a swimming pool, naked with his dick out? Swimming after a dollar. If you've ever watched MTV in the 90s, you've yeah. seen this album cover. Definitely. Well, the dude that was the baby on the album cover is suing no. Dave Grohl, Courtney Bro. Love, the Kurt, Kurt Cobain estate, and saying that this is uh, child abuse and neglect, and he wants to be paid for exploiting exploitation of a minor and all of this shit. After all of this time, now here's what's here's what's real methy about the situation. Like to me, this story just screams meth is involved. Like this kid is on meth for sure. It's got because a sprinkle of meth it on would it. Be one, it's it's already one whole separate discussion and story to talk about a thirty plus year old man mad about an album cover from when he was a baby and he don't even remember being in the swimming pool. Like that's a separate discussion, right? But what makes this worth laughing about here on our podcast is like every five or 10 years when the Nirvana Nevermind album anniversary comes around, he takes a picture naked in a swimming pool for his Instagram for niggas to remember, hey, y'all, 
I'm the baby from the Just Nirvana me. album. Y'all want to throw me some pussy? Like when <laughs> like, people, t- like when people try to recreate photos, he keeps recreating the shit every five years. He keeps doing that. He does that regularly. Like he's done it a few times. So the fact that you think that you're gonna get a bag from selling or from See. suing Nirvana after all of that is just like, bro, it smells like meth in here. My, yeah, it does smell like meth, but like, this is my thing. Like, how do we, or have we confirmed that this actually is the baby from the cover? Oh, it's like, 100% him. 100% accurate. Him. Like, because he's always been semi in the spotlight for, like, it ain't like he just resurfaced out of nowhere and be like, hey, y'all, I'm that baby. But, but, we but knew see, he was that baby yeah, in 2010 like, yeah, and like, 2000 because he been but, that baby. But, but yeah, if, 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 you, if you get to the beat first, <laughs> who the fuck's gonna dispute you? Like that. Ooh, that this could, this could be a saying. clear white lie. All his life, he could have been told, "You are this baby." His mom could have posted pictures. Lied to him, yeah. Bruh, this is what I'm <laughs> and like because this seems reachy at thirty fucking forty years old, fam. Like, why are you still doing this? Like, and and now that like this is gonna be his solidified way to claim the fame. Look, I got paid for this. Mm. This is me. They exploited me. I got paid. This is me forever. Like. That's gonna that's be his how life's you know work. I'm the baby. This is how you know I'm the baby. Like that's like <laughs> how, who the fuck is there to confirm that shit? Like, and I guess if dude ain't like disputing it, then maybe. But like, that would be my first go to. My first go to because yeah, who the fuck are your parents? Do they know Nirvana? Like, there's a lot of questions here. Well, here here's my number one question: Can you get a guy to come out in scrubs that says doctor? That can do a dick ID on the baby. Like, do you think he could hold a CD case? (laughs) Do you think a doctor could hold a CD case up to his dick and be like, you know, that's him. That's him. I can tell by the cut of his dick. Nah, because that's in in, in 2021, that's a whole nother case, nigga. Shit. He got the the way that this guy is going, he falls under the slogan, it's 2021, fuck your antics. Because again, I'm I'm as a matter of fact, somebody, I need to find Dave Grohl's fucking lawyer and give him the story. Like, how do we confirm? Because again, like all right, if it came out that long ago and then, like, you do your research and you, everybody thinks that this is just a great album cover and it's so iconic, but, like, nobody's laid claim to being the fucking baby. Like, right. in the internet age, nobody claimed Steak to being the baby. Like, bro, we found out who killed the cat on Netflix and we can't you see what I'm saying, fam. I've yeah. seen stories of crazy people who steal babies from hospitals and doctors who abort babies and, you know, giving you know, all types of shit. Like, your parents could be batshit fucking crazy and have told you your entire life because they want you to feel like you something special. There's some parents I mean, out there who will make some shit up to make their kids yeah. feel like they're something special for their entire life. And like, sorry, white listeners, I give white people that credit that they would do that more than some niggas will. Listen, we have all been lied to at one point in our childhood. I remember hearing that JoJo and Casey was our cousins. We had nothing to go off of. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't you like know, how you looked at me I when I just I said don't that. Because, nah, it made me like, think why about... Why would you look at me like... Like, we did a show together. No, you looked at me crazy. Because, no, because it I made me... Say it. It made me think about all the cousins in my family. I don't even want to start, <laughs> nigga. Like we, we from bro, but everybody's been lied to at you some know, point. But you want to know what? I can't. Somebody is their I can tell you somebody who's in my family that you might not know, and this is no cap. Who's that? Miss Parker. No way. Fucking yeah. Miss Parker is somewhere in there. Miss Parker is somewhere in so there. So does that make it weird when you watch Friday and everybody's yes. like, "Damn, Miss Parker." Yes. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. A little, little bit, but I get it though, so I can't hate. You understand why she was placed in Absolutely. Understandable. Um, before we get out of here, I have to take some time at some point to find out 
who the fuck Demi Lovato is. Like, I know I did this We're before. here again. <laughs> how, how can we make it back in? I tried to. I tried to. I tried to remind myself last time I, I told you she was cute the last Lovato. time, nigga. That wasn't enough. <laughs> oh, see, this is why I had to bring her up again, because you're wrong, Wes. She is All not right. cute. They are cute. Them is cute. What, she no, is bi- what she's non-binary, Wes. So, damn, you made me say it. See, they're non-binary, Wes. So you can't say she. It's they. I is can cute. say she because she is one person. She's not tricking me with this bullshit. <laughs> That's the thing that kills me about non-binary. <laughs> yeah, That's nah, the only you thing are I don't one like. person. Now, I swear I to God, I'm glad you said that. That's the only thing I don't like about the non-binary thing because identify as whatever. If you want to say I'm a shelf. You can say whatever See, you want, if you, but like, I don't like saying they because it's like you're one entity. You don't. Yeah, get if you're three. if you're non-binary, you're not three entities. Yeah, if you're non-binary, you can't have they. You have to have you. I don't like they because it speaks to a group. Like I'm a. That's very, what I'm saying. I'm big on literature, and I, it makes me mad. I'm going you. Like if we in a set, hey you. Like you got you got to hey, be you. cool with calls like that, or yo hey. Like <laughs> I don't want to call you they, so I'll say hey. Like you got to. I think I think non-binary. Uh, "Quote unquote," women should go by like "Bay Girl." Like they should be, bae they girl. should claim That's like "Bay Girl." Like call like, me "Bay Girl." I don't identify as a woman anymore. Fam, I'm a "Bay Girl." I'm, I'm, you know, I don't, this is too much Who to get into. Lovato? But like, not fuck her. But like, <laughs> I was going somewhere. All I know, but all the classifications out here, bro, is getting a little out of hand. Like, yeah, and I understand people, you know, want, wanting to feel comfortable and respected, but like, as they should. As long as a motherfucker ain't putting their hands on you or making you feel no type of way, like I'm, I'm all about if you know if motherfucker talking to you crazy, like shit, you gotta do what you gotta do. You know what I'm saying? And like I, I, I do understand that words hurt, and like at a certain point in time, you gotta understand. You know, some sometimes in the heat of the moment, people say shit that they don't understand, especially for some lifestyles that they don't understand, and they don't really understand that you know uh, certain words aren't acceptable in the culture yeah. no more. Yeah. I mean, like, and, and not just the culture that we speak about all the time, but like the, the world culture for real, for real, like midgets, not cool no more. Like We're there's a lot of the retarded. not cool no more. You Can't know, you gotta, that. you gotta really have a relationship with somebody to say that word and them not be offended. Like, you know what I just found out last week is lame is inappropriate to say. Lame is inappropriate. Lame. I mean, according to lame Wack 100. Is inappropriate to say, because it's offensive to people that who have, uh, arms or legs that don't work. What, how does that correlate? Because you could say like your legs came up lame. Like that's actually a semi term for you have nope. appendages that don't nope. work. Nope. See? Not giving them that but one either. You, you, you're the pod guy though, because I, I felt like you was taking us away from the topic, but you actually stayed right. Why I brought up Demi Lovato and I'm still, I have to find out who they are. Google it live on air. You know, we do that from time to time. I don't know who time. they are, but she also, along with saying she's non-binary, there i want you to stop trying that <laughs> it's so hard bro it's so hard but i'm trying they are non-binary but they also categorize themselves as california sober like remember when i brought up the first time we and i talked about how like she's a ex uh i think heroin addict and trying to come clean and all of that and she released mm-hmm. kind of a semi-statement saying that she is california sober do you know what california sober is I'm going to assume it means like she's clean everything but weed or coke, one of the two. You almost were you almost right and it just kind of tickled me like damn, we really and this is why I brought it up because I was like, damn, we really got we got too many labels, bro. Like she said, I'm uh, yeah. California sober and the definition of California sober is you might smoke weed or drink 
very seldomly. So, so I smoke sometimes, I drink sometimes. Like it's basically the nigga that so only like, smoke when other people got weed. So like when they that's give California. You, so when they give you the options on the survey, you check occasionally. Like bitch, so you don't have to make up a whole different like word no, to say I occasionally hit the weed and have me uh, a drink of tequila. Like she got too many goddamn labels. The only fucking thing she's missing is a barcode. Like I'm sick of this <laughs> shit. <laughs> but see, like we gotta be ca- well. I mean. I guess we don't have to be careful, but maybe we should be careful because it's like we do a podcast. We try to be responsible with our platform. Me and you both ain't getting no younger. Eventually, it's going to come to a point where me and you are going to be like old men screaming into the microphone at how the world's crazy. And it ain't like it used to be when we grew up. Like, I'm starting to realize, although like, yeah, there's a lot of labels and there's a lot of terms and there's a bunch of shit that it's hard for me to remember to say, even though I want to just scream out, you know, I don't mean to offend you, which is hard to say all of this shit. (laughs) But we also got to realize that we start to become old niggas. The world is... The world eventually ain't going to be ours no more. It's It belongs to these young people. You know what I'm saying? We ain't going to be shit but votes here in a few years. Like, we're oh, literally yeah, just nah. votes. Yeah, I don't so, even like the way this conversation going right now. You sound like, that. Nah, you nah, sound nah, like no, two no, old niggas on the porch. Like, hey, man, you know, do you, leave them young kids alone. No, get the fuck off my grass. It's my grass. Okay, so, so you're telling me that you're making the conscious decision to opt into being the screaming old man versus the... I think, I think right I'm now... I'm going to keep it to myself. Right, right now, I'm still screaming old man because I'm... Our generation and like the I hate even talking like See, this. But like, you hear yourself being screaming, old man. The, right but now. nah, the the younger that the kids get, the least the the, lo, the the younger that the kids get, the lower the respect gets. And this is just from my observation. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't. These kids just don't seem like they know how to move the right way. You know what I'm saying? Without like, they seem like they need somebody to be telling them at all times, like, "Hey, go do this. Hey, go do that." Hey, go do this. Hey, this is what you're supposed to be doing. Like, hey, this is how you're supposed to do this. Like, and they just still be like, meh. Like, all right, motherfucker. Like, I don't, I don't know what else to tell you, but like. Well, it's like, it's because they're so smart. You know what I mean? Like, they have so much information readily available at their fingertips. So bro. much, in fact, that they can choose every day not to use it. And, you know what I mean? And like, like to, yes. And it's, to, and it's to that credit. information gluttony is with it. Absolutely. They were born into, like, they were born so much into this, and this is, like, so much, like, futuristic. And fam, do you know that there are kids out there saying that we were born in the late 1900s? Yeah. That's crazy. The 1900s. Yeah. And, like, it upsets me, but they are not <laughs> They're not wrong. wrong. Yeah. And like they now, were. when I tell people my birthday, I want to tell them 1989 because <laughs> why fucking not? Because like, are you kidding? Like, it sounds disrespectful, but it also get because that's what I was telling my wife. Like, bro, imagine when you heard somebody was born in 1875. You like you you wondered where your collared shirt was like, oh, shit. Like you were born in 1875. I need to respect you in a whole different manner because you know how to live in black and white. We, I didn't live in black and white. Black. Yeah, well, I didn't, I you were born in 1875. 1989 is so funny to me. Because <laughs> I was born in 1989, bro. Like, nah. And it's not wrong. Serious, it's bro. not fucking wrong, yeah. bro. And like, yeah. I, it, like you said, it's a different world, truly. Yeah. Like, I, I remember being at a point in my life where I was like in my mid-30s. Uh, and, you know, I knew you. 
in my mid thirties uh-huh. as well. And like a lot, I had a lot of homeboys that was like younger than me that was in their mid or late twenties. You know what I mean? It was my younger homies, and I would like defer to them for what the young information was. Uh, you know, people like you or uh, the homie Milk. Shout out to Milk or Reem. Mm-hmm. Shout out to him. But like I would defer to them for what the new niggas is doing or saying or listening to or you know what I right. mean? Like they kind of kept me young and. It's funny because I'll talk to them same homies now and they can't tell me what the fuck is going on. Like, bro, they're too old now. I swear and I, to God. Like, bro, like, I check in with Milk. I'm like, bro, what's popping? Like, what, what's going on? He's like, I don't, I don't have a clue. Like, bro, don't know. I, so bro, I swear to like, God, like 20 bro, minutes ago, I was going to be like, bro, I don't know what I need to sign up for, but I am like untapped in so many areas now. Like, and and don't even care. Like, that's the silly part. Like, we were just talking about this Kendrick shit. Like, well, you knew what? Like, where'd you get all that information from? Like, where do I need to pay attention to to get all that <laughs> information? But like, and then after I say all that, I'd be like, man, but I don't really care that much. Like, I don't really give a fuck to know all of that. Can I share with you why I even know all of that Kendrick shit? Because remember when I told you I lost my Facebook account? I lost my Facebook account and I kind of lost like the email that's attached to it. So all my algorithms are fucked now. So now it's just feeding me shit. It's feeding me default shit now. So when I go on YouTube, I'm, I had to restart my YouTube. Oh, no. So it's giving me default algorithms now. So now they're showing me what they're showing kids that was born in like 1998. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds fucking crazy. And, and it's funny because like I'm just now kind of realizing how much I relied on the robots and how much I relied on the algorithms to get it right, right? Because like... You don't know how annoying it is to open up YouTube and not have in your recommended shit that you actually watch. Like, it's annoying as fuck to have them recommending shit. Like, bro, I don't give a fuck how Funyuns are made. Like, bro, get my algorithms right. Yeah, like, I don't, get that. Get the I've never asked correct. you how Funyuns are made. Don't show me that again. And nah, it, don't you show, know, it, it takes years of fine-tuning that algorithm. It, it do. I literally just had to send my homeboy a message yesterday because he... um. He got a, a YouTube channel, um, DW Exotics. Go fuck with my name. Go check him out. He, um, what are you doing? He man? got like, he got reptiles. He, a, you know, he, a, oh. he a black reptile keeper. He got like snakes and little gators and lizards and all types of shit. But like, because he got a YouTube channel and I support my nigga, like I be watching his videos when he drop them every week. But like now the algorithm thinks I'm a motherfucking reptile person and like <laughs> it'd be a gang of fucking reptile videos. So I had to send this nigga a message like, hey dog, you got this fucking uh, reptile shit all over my feed. And I'll be watching this shit, like, but I just want to say <laughs> fuck you because it's because of you that this shit is on my feed, like. One question for you. So in trying to be supportive over the homie, because that's the right thing, you're obviously supposed to do that. For sure. And I'm sure the content is fire. We, we probably should get him on here at some point and talk about reptiles. But anyway, in the algorithm realizing that you got a homeboy that likes snakes, has the algorithm fed you black Tarzan yet? Yes. Absolutely. I've gone down a black Tarzan wormhole, fam. He's fascinating. I'm just going to say he's fascinating. I'm just going to say this one thing. He's fast. I can't believe you fucking just said he's fascinating. I'm just going to say this one thing, bro. If I ever catch my wife watching that sexy ass nigga on her phone, bro, I swear to you, this has been the Dip in Butter program. We appreciate y'all listening to us. We appreciate y'all letting us get me in trouble each and every week, man. My name is Kat. You can check my YouTube page out that ain't quite so sexy. Bankbrush.com. Uh, but more importantly, you can tell your friends to listen to our podcast because we pretty all right. And we do this thing each and every Friday, whatever podcasts are consumed. 
Big facts. This is definitely the number one pretty all right podcast on the internet. It's your boy West No T, aka Elmer Young, the motherfucking goddamn glue around this bitch. You play a partner, P O D N A, at Forever Young 89 on Instagram. Fuck with me, though. Yes, sir. And like I say each and every week, please don't let niggas be faking my funeral. I might be in that pine box because I tried to close the door and have that weird talk with my wife, and it might just not have gone so well. Absolutely. And uh, 2021, fuck your antics. Rule number one, tell a friend to tell a friend. Rule number two, mind your fucking business. Yes, sir. We out this bitch and we'll catch y'all next week. You've been listening to the Dipped in Butter program with Kat and Wes. Join them next week for some more regular, degular shit. <laughs>